Well, hello there. Welcome to the podcast. This is Mike Tossin, the owner of Freedom Within LLC, and you are listening to Talking with Ticklesworth. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Talking with Ticklesworth. My name is Mike, and we are here on a Sunday morning to do this little podcast we call Talking with Ticklesworth. I was really surprised at the uh, feedback that I got from the last, um, the first podcast. It was, uh, I got quite a bit of, uh, of feedback from people that um, I've never met and others that live within my neighborhood. So I want to thank uh, all the people that reached out and said, hey, here's some suggestions for you. Um, some people emailed me, some people texted me. Uh, some people just told me face to face when I met them. And so I wanted to say thank you to those people and to get started on this next one. I was very excited about it. So I woke up this morning and trying to think about what I was going to talk about exactly. And uh, there's so many topics to talk about with veterans and with mental health and with just uh, anyone in mental health. And so some of the topics that that were brought up to me were uh, discussing parenthood, discussing uh, raising kids, um, somewhat discussing raising kids, uh, stepchildren and things of that sort. Um, and others told me that, hey, um, great idea with the uh, with the suggestion that you can email me and keep it anonymous. But someone said, um, as Tiggleworth is, is your alias, uh, maybe they can just use their aliases as well. And I said, you know, that's a great idea. So um, if you want to reach out to us here, uh, and when I say us, it's me <laughs> right now. Uh, when I say us in session, I typically mean them, the uh, the patient um, or the, 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 the patient and whoever is with them, maybe sometimes it's a couple, um, sometimes it's a parent. So if you want to reach out to us, it's info at freedomwithintherapy.com. And you can reach out. You can also see me at uh, vet underscore therapist on Twitter. And you can see me at um, Freedom Within LLC on Facebook.com. I think that's the, the thing. So how was your week? I, I hope it was good. My week was pretty busy. Um, the COVID thing has increase my business a little bit, um, which is, which is great for me. Um, I have lost business in the beginning. Um, and now it's starting to pick up. So I probably lost about 35, 40% in the beginning. Um, people deciding that they wanted to take a break or people deciding that the, the telehealth wasn't the best way for them. So, um, we were building back up. So it's good. And we're, there's some plans for the next month or so that, that we may uh, have the ability to um, bring in more people because I might have some more help. But we'll see how that works. We'll see how that all is going to go in the future. So wanted to start off by saying that um, it's going to be another good week for us. We are going to be busy and 
I'm going to try to write down topics to talk about for this podcast each time I uh, each time I hear about it. So one of the topics that came up to me today, actually, and um, I saw it, I saw it on my uh, on my Facebook page that it was a veteran who uh, I'm not sure if this person's a veteran. Actually, they didn't, the article didn't say so I, they may not be a veteran, but they worked at the, the VA and they didn't name the particular VA. And they were a whistleblower. And they were a whistleblower because of the sanitary operations at that particular VA. And I wanted to um, put it out there that have you had any unsanitary experiences within the VA? I don't know if I've ever had any unsanitary experiences personally. I've had a lot of um, experiences both on the business side uh, and the personal side that that made me question uh, working with the VA um, and, and some with just this week, actually. But I've never really questioned the sanitary um operations of the VA. And, and maybe that's partly because I have not had a, um, I've not had an operation or I've not had a, a dental cleaning from the VA. Um, and that was this, this was one of the, the pieces of the article is, is that the, the guy um, who is the whistleblower, he would notice that the equipment, even though it said it was clean, it wasn't clean. So he would blow the whistle and well, he would tell, he would tell his uh, superiors the, the way the article read, it was a Forbes article and the way the article read, um, he would, he would tell his superiors that, um, this was an issue and hopefully get it fixed. And then it seems like from the article at least, um, and I haven't talked to the person, so I'm just reading the article and, and I listed it on my Facebook page as well. Um, the, the freedom within Facebook page. So by the, by the reads of the article, it's, um, they, they would kind of get on them about, about bringing up these issues. And, and some of the issues were pretty, um, were pretty nasty, actually <laughs> pretty nasty. So it was, uh, one was about an endoscope. He had to go get some, um, scopes, um, and to prepare for, to, you know, they put endoscopes down your throat and down your nose and all that kind of stuff to, to look around in there and see what you got going on. And, um, he said in the article, it said that he noticed on several of the scopes, there was still, uh, blood and, and mucus, um, on there, even though it was in, in wrapping that said that it was clean and sterile, um, he mentioned, and that that was kind of the one that blew the top off of everything, because he he said that this is just no way, and he tried to um, try to get some people to help him out with with um, with doing something, and and they moved them out of that department. So he was in a department called uh, sterilization, um, a, a department for for sterilization. I don't know the exact title of it, but, and I'm not looking at the article right now. So that was one. And another one was that he, he would get dental cleaning tools. And a lot of times he said some of his coworkers had to scrape. Now imagine this. They had to scrape 
the white off of the dental tools. I mean, that, that's, that's pretty damn nasty to me. Um, and if you think about the tools, the white on the tools would be uh, plaque buildup, calcium buildup uh, off of someone else's teeth. So you, you can imagine that's probably going to have a smell to it as well, because if you have a picture, picture when you wake up in the morning and you, and you have, you know, morning breath, the shit don't smell good sometimes. Right. And so you, first thing you do is you go to the bathroom and you wash your face and you brush your teeth and you, you get yourself together. Right. So you can present yourself. I mean, I know a lot of people that, 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 that before they even kiss their spouse in the morning, they'll go and brush their teeth. Um, so that they have a presentable mouth for their spouse. Um, so could you imagine you get you going to the VA, you know, got to get my teeth cleaned. Um, and, and, and with the VA, if you know anything about the VA, you're, you're not going to get dental unless you've had either your disability is either something to do with your teeth or your mouth, um, or that you are hundred percent. Uh, total and permanent. Oh, not, no, I don't know about total and permanent, but 100%. So, could you imagine you, you're 100%, you're going into the VA, um, you're already probably on the fixed income, you're not, uh, you may be working, you may not be working, I don't know. But you go there, you're trying to get your teeth clean, you sit in the chair, and they're using dirty, dirty tools. I mean, that... That's just, that's just disgusting. And that's how we treat our vets with some of this, some of the stuff now. Okay. Well, to be fair, we, this is, this is one article written from Forbes and it's uh it's, it's a guy's account, but this guy, according to the article has been working there for um, about 10 years, a little over 10 years. And until he started speaking up about, some of the issues, he hasn't had any trouble. Well, now he's unemployed because he said the, the pressure was just so much of, of, of them coming down on him and, and moving him to, to positions that he, he, you know, it was almost like a, a punishment position for him to get moved out of his department and go somewhere else. And then now he's going to, um, he, he, he finally quit his job and the, he tried to go back into construction work, which he said after a year and a half of that, his body kind of gave out on him. And now he's in pain and he's unemployed and he's sitting at home. And he said his life just kind of went downhill. Um, he said he said that, you know, his family life's interrupted and his, his home life's interrupted and his occupational life is definitely interrupted. And so it's... Um, For trying to do the right damn thing. I mean, that's this is something that 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 doesn't need to be political, right? No matter if you uh, support whoever the president is at the time or support Congress at the time, this doesn't need to be political. This is something that needs to get fixed, no matter who um, is controlling the the Senate. In, in, in the uh, the house and in, in the executive branch 
And um, there's been some changes over the VA recently, and which is great. And there's been some some firings and um, things of that sort, which is which is which is really great. We need more of that, though. We need more people to be held accountable for trying to silence employees when they are just trying to do the right thing, right? And I get it, the right thing might be subjective, but if it's as clear as this article makes it seem, if if these tools that go in people's bodies, in, in, in your lungs, and then you looking around your throat and up your nose, if they had mucus on it and blood on it from the previous patient, there's no dispute in that. There's no, there's no, that's not a, 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 an issue of, well, maybe it's okay. Maybe it's no. And that, that's, it's not saying like, oh, well, the oil may be dirty. And this guy's saying, no, the oil is not dirty. This is saying that is unacceptable, especially for, for anyone, for anyone. Not even saying especially for vets, just for anyone. It's disgusting. But the fact that the, the country as a whole is paying for this health care out their taxes for veterans to have the health care, veterans that have gone to combat and have have gotten injuries and have uh, different different things going on from their service. You should be up in arms as well. Your money is going to take care of vets and you think that the vets are getting the best care they can get and they have dirty tools being used on them. That's just unacceptable. And then the dental tools as well. And, and they had many examples of, of this person going to the superior and, um, and basically being, being, being chastised for it. So, that kind of woke me up this morning and I was like, well, that's definitely something to talk about because it's, it's, it's not acceptable, not acceptable at all. So how's your morning going so far? What are we doing today? What are we going to do the rest of the week? Think about your experiences at the VA. Think about your appointments this week. Think about um, things that you've seen both there and and maybe at a maybe at a, a regular doctor's office as well. Um, and we're gotta ask ourselves: Are they really doing the right thing for the vets? And uh, I I I think that ninety nine percent of them really do try and really want the best for the vets. I mean, I would, I want to believe that. Um, but when you hear examples like this and it's not as if it was one person's decision, it was, it was brought up to the, to the, to the highest levels of whatever VA that was. And the person that brought it up is in trouble. Um, I have a complaint about this week. This week has been a pretty hard week for me as far as the VA and trying to, trying to get authorizations approved to continue to see veterans. So the way the process was working is that you would get a referral and TriWest was the, the, the contract um, holder at the time. And 
they they're, they're still technically the contract coder right now. And they would send the VA doctor would say, okay, this person wants mental health treatment. They would refer to TriWest. Um, so TriWest would find a veteran in the community uh, or a provider in the community for that veteran. The provider would accept the contract or accept the, 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 the authorization. And then you see them. And then when the time comes to, to, to get a new authorization, you fill out a secondary request. Um, it's called a SAR. And so it's a um, secondary authorization request. You send that into the, before you would send it into TriWest. Now they're having some trouble. So you would send it into to, um, to the local VA and then they would process it. And that's been just a hassle. This, this, this nurse that was working there at the VA that I send my stuff to, um, gave me four different fax numbers. Um, each time I faxed it, they said they didn't receive it. And I, I'm getting confirmation on my side that it's going through. Then when she finally does receive it, she's saying that this is not the right paperwork, even though this is the paperwork that the VA sends to you when you get your contract. So it's not like I'm using my own documents. I'm using the stuff that they send me. Uh, and then fighting over saying, well, um, I don't know if I can get this approved. It's, it's already past due. And it wasn't past due in, in July when I sent the shit to you in, in preparation for August. But because you don't receive it three or four or five times, now it's past due. It's ridiculous. And so this is this is this is another issue that a lot of providers have. And and providers decide not to work with the VA. Uh, I know a handful of therapists who just who love working with vets, but will not work with the VA because of the fact that it's hard to get paid. And 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 just this week, I've gotten six, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yes, six. Uh, claims of sessions that I've completed with veterans not paid for. And so if you think about it in a week, you know, I'm doing between, depending on the week, between 18 and 26 sessions a week. So you take away six of those sessions and that's a, that's a decent sized chunk of, of, of my weekly, <clears throat> my weekly earnings. Right. And so um, if you are a vet and you are using VA choice program, you're using community care programs and you're seeing outside providers, um, talk to them about it. Talk to them about what can you do to help them continue to uh, stay current with the authorizations and stuff like that. And sometimes it's just the veteran going back to their, to their primary care provider and saying, hey, um, can you make sure that I get another referral put in for mental health or can you make sure I get another referral put in for chiropractic? Because this is not just a mental health issue. Um, I talk about mental health cause that's my experience, but this is an issue with chiropractic. This is an issue with, with, uh, pain management. This is an issue with many different aspects of, um, of, of outside providers who are not VA employees working with the VA, um, so this is uh, something that, that definitely has to change. And um, hopefully as a community, we can continue to get this uh, changed and, and make sure that that we um, make sure that we're able to get good health care for our vets. So. So enough of that horse, right? I'm beating that horse dead right now. 
Um, I don't want to keep beating the dead, but I want to move a little bit. Um, if you have any questions about that or any concerns, uh, e- email me at info at freedom within therapy.com. Um, also, like I said before, the Twitter is at vet underscore therapist. You can tweet me um, and then you can send us a message through Facebook as well. And uh, if you have comments, if you have stories of your own that you would like me to share on this podcast, um, I was very surprised. I, I think I had over 50 or 60 downloads um, of the podcast the last time I checked. I think I checked on Thursday and uh, today is Sunday, Sunday morning. And it got some traction. I mean, I, I put it out on some uh, some therapist groups um, that I knew had some veterans on there. And, and it even it even lended itself to creating not this particular uh, podcast, but the, the fact that there was a veterans discussion on one of the on one of the uh, the therapist pages. It led um, uh, someone and they, they asked me to be one of the moderators on it uh, to create a, a, a therapist page for veterans who are therapists, which I think is pretty cool because last week I talked about being a unicorn and, you know, knowing that we're all out there, knowing that we have, uh, there are veterans who are providers and therapists and, and uh, psychiatrists, psychologists, and, and that we just don't see them all that often. Um, and so that conversation and all of a sudden, other veterans are thinking the same thing, who are therapists, and then they start a page that says, uh, this is for veterans who are therapists. Um, so hopefully that page gets some traction because um, right now I think we've got eight, ten members on it. So I'll say hello to all those members because I'm going to post this to that page as well. Um, but I also got new patients this week and some of them have downloaded the, the podcast. Um, and like I said before, my, my neighbors, uh, my neighbor next door and my neighbor across the street and my other neighbor across the street, uh, they, they gave me some feedback. So it, it's getting some traction. It's, it's doing a lot better than I thought it would do for the first session. Uh, the first, um, the first episode. So, that's good. And so as we, as we get near that time, we're going to wrap up in a little bit, but I wanted to pose the question, what are you doing for your health? What are you doing for your self care this week? Right. Um, I wanted to go fishing yesterday, but I didn't cause they had some storm clouds out there and, and it wound up raining probably around two o'clock and I probably could have got out there earlier, but I didn't. Cause it said it was going to rain earlier, but, uh, what are you doing for your self care and how are you making it, um, through the day, especially in, in some of those areas where everything's still locked down. I know over here in Louisiana, it's, uh, a lot of the, all the bars are still locked down and, um, many of the restaurants are still only doing takeout services. Some, some of them are doing, uh, dining and services, uh, many of many more are doing dining services, but there's still some out there that are only doing takeout uh, or drive through things like that. So, what are you doing to make sure that you stay um, stay safe and stay uh, active and productive in your life? And that's important, right? So, uh, send us your thoughts. Tell us what you got going on. 
uh, tell us some of your favorite activities to do for self-care and, and what keeps you strong. Um, also, like I said, send us some stories of, of um, your experiences with not on the VA, but your experiences with, with just other providers who are treating vets um, under the care of VA. For example, you know, if you've had a bad experience with someone who, or a good experience, I want to hear good stories too, because, you know, if we just inundate everything with bad, 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 it's, it's not going to be, um, I don't want this to be a bashing, you know, I want this to be reality. And there are some great providers out there. There are some great therapists out there. Um, I like to, I like to believe that, 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 um, well, I know I do my best. So, um, and so I like to believe that I'm one of those good providers for veterans. Uh, and I know there's many, many more out there. So I want, I want to hear the stories of the good, the good providers. I want to hear stories of the providers that could use some work. Um, and I want to hear what, what they're doing to help you and to help your family members. And, and if you're not a veteran, this podcast is still for you. This is not just surrounded for veterans. I mean, it, 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 a lot of the topics are because that's kind of my experience, but I want to hear the, uh, the good and the bad. I'm going to end with this story. There was another story that I, that I talked, that I learned about this week where there was, um, there was, there was overreach, I guess, with, um, wanting to disclose information that didn't need to be disclosed to someone in order to release them back to work and know your rights, know what people can tell uh, your employers, what they cannot tell your employers um, because it can lead to some, to some serious blowback at times, especially if you got a job that, that is very sensitive. You, um, you may not, uh, you may not even recognize it if you're if you're just trying to get some information from your doctor to get to your supervisors, uh, maybe to release a letter, releasing back to work or something like that, and they put too much information in there, um, it might have negative effects on you. And and I, and I heard that story this week, and um, the the person uh, uh, knew his rights and 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 fought for it. Um, and ultimately, um, was able to get, to get the correct documentation that they needed. Um, but it did lead to, to, to some blowback. So kind of like in the story that I described with the, with the, um, with the whistleblower, uh, this particular person, it, it, they had some, some negative impacts and, and, and I've only met the person, you know, recently. So, um, I don't know all the details of everything, but, um, that person knows his rights and, and, and that's, that's what you need. You need to make sure that you are, you are on top of it and that you take care of not, not being afraid to speak up, right? If, if something doesn't seem right to you, if something seems fishy to you, um, investigate that. Trust your gut, trust your instincts, trust your family members if they're with you and helping you out through this process. Um, and then you can, you can be assured that that um, everything that you need is going to be taken care of, right? So, don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to speak up for our fellow vets. Um, if you see something at the VA while you're there that doesn't seem right, 
you know, maybe speak up a little bit. Maybe maybe pull pull someone aside. You know, maybe maybe find out who's the patient advocate, or find out who is the the patient advocate supervisor, or find out who is the um, who who is in charge of of of, of uh, assessing complaints. And and if all else fails, I mean, go to the top. Uh, most VAs that I've been in, they have business cards all around the place with the with the chief of the VA um, and their contact number. So don't be afraid to contact them, reach out and say, hey, excuse me, this is the this is the, um, the issue that I had. And um, I need to I need to know what we're going to do about it. Um, and everyone, everyone knows about the. Uh, the White House hotline. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but um, you can always call the White House hotline and put a message to them and they will ensure that wherever the VA is around the country, that someone is talked to, someone is reached out to and that the situation is rectified. Um, And that's kind of where you go. So learn your rights Use your resources. Don't be afraid to speak up. You've you've been through enough. You've earned the care. You've earned good quality care. And sometimes it sucks, but we have to demand that we do get the good quality care. So um, take care of yourselves. I'm going to do this again soon. Uh, I hope this one was as good as the first one. I'm going to go back and listen to it. Uh, y'all have a good day. Take care of yourselves. Remember, reach out at info at freedomwithintherapy.com or see us on Twitter at vet underscore therapist um, and on Facebook, uh, Freedom Within LLC. And then my website for my businesses, freedomwithintherapy.com. So y'all have a good day. This is Talking With Ticklesworth. And um, I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.